0: it was the year of
1: fans
2: the year of newbies
1: the year we review the show with love
2: it was the year of predictions
0: the year of great feedback
2: the year of puns
0: and the year of memes
2: it was a new season it was a podcast of future history
0: it was the year absolutely nothing changed the year
2: is 2015 the show
0: down below
1: welcome to Down Below. Yes, I know, I'm not well, but we've had a slight problem with recording this week, and so we've lost a bit of the opening, and a few other things have been switched around just to make them make a bit more sense when you're listening to them. So please bear that in mind when you're listening along, and because of us the problems this week, also we lost the introduction of this week's guest, which is Shane. But you all know Shane, he's guested on our show several times before. Without further delay then, let's get on with the show.
0: Uh, Today we are here to discuss episode 1 of season 4, The Hour of the Wolf. But first, here's an ISN special report.
2: Hey, this is Ivana Strokoff, coming to you from an undisclosed location on Babylon 5. Usually in this segment, I discuss what we know about the Shadow War and the goings on on the station. Unfortunately, answers have been few and far between this week, and so the segment we're going to focus on what we don't know. Number one, why the shadows appeared outside Babylon 5 and then promptly disappeared. Number two, what happened on Zahadum? There have been rumors of nuclear weapons destroying part of the planet, but I have not been able to confirm this. Number 3. Where is Captain Sheridan, and does his disappearance have any relation to the events on Zaha Doom? Or does it have something to do with the reappearance of his long-thought-dead wife, Anna Sheridan? Are these two enjoying a reunion while the galaxy is in chaos? Number 4. How will the opposition to the Shadows fare if the rumors of the defection of the League of Non-Aligned Worlds are true? And five, who is going to reign in the Centauri Emperor, who, from what I hear, appears to be giving Caligula a run for his money? And finally, where the hell is Clarence? That's all for now. Struck off out.
1: Are you troubled by the strange ending to Sherlock? Do you experience feeling of dread while waiting for Doctor Who to return? Have you or your family actually seen Orphan Black, Person of Interest, or Sleepy Hollow? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Log in to the home of All Things Geek, the
3: Earth Station One Network.
0: Our podcasts are on call
3: 24 hours a day to serve all your geek needs. The ESO Network will be right there. We're
4: ready to geek out with you. Be part of the crew at esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for All Things Geek. Classic, current, and beyond. Be part of the crew at esonetwork.com.
0: The Hour of the Wolf originally aired November 4th, I'm saying, to 1996. It was directed by David J. Eagle and written by JMS. I have no notes, so I'm doing this on the spot. Um, (laughs) So let's get started with the recap, which I'll sort of use the Lurker's Guide. sort Mm -hmm. of use the Lurker's Guide recap.
4: Part, but I didn't look at anything.
0: Yeah, the oh. season, yeah, I, I think I said not to watch them, but then uh-huh. after I thought about it, I was like, it doesn't matter, because I don't think anybody really thought that Sheridan wouldn't show up. <laughs> not really. <laughs> but, yeah. um, the season four opening credits are my favorite out of all the series. I know there was a Cole in the spoiler group one time. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I'm always split between season three and four, because I love the us. Monologue, but this it it just got an epic quality to it because
4: oh, it was so cool. Yeah, because first, like Lanier's voice comes on, and I was like, "Oh, really?" Like Lanier (laughs) is the is the voiceover or whatever, and then it just like went into everybody else, and I was like, "Oh,"
1: and I listened to
4: it twice. Was was Garfalk in there at all?
1: Yes. Yeah, okay,
4: a... I missed him, and so I was like... Uh, uh, I
1: think he's the one who says the year is 2261.
0: That's not Sheridan? Uh, wasn't
4: that Sheridan? No, Sher-
1: Sheridan says the place Babylon 5.
4: Okay, I oh, thought okay. that was all the same person, but that... Okay, that's why I missed him, because I guess no, he
1: sounded... I, I, he's I was gonna take a look at the breakdown and let Hello.
2: <laughs> oh, hello, hello. Hi. hello. <laughs> hey. Hi. We just got started.
1: Yes. <laughs> Excellent. See. Uh, uh, Heidi Thank was you. just talking about the opening.
2: Yes, I did not look at it because um, I wasn't sure if I was allowed to. <laughs> Did you listen to it? I listened to it, yes. Okay. Cool.
0: Yeah, according, that's what
2: we were talking about.
0: Yeah, according to this breakdown, Sheridan only says Babylon 5. Garibaldi says the year is 2261, the place. And Sheridan says Babylon 5.
4: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, I was think going to try and look boy, at I that breakdown.
0: Delay. Um, sorry.
1: So I was going to ask, Will, could you actually break down who says what? Because I think that's worth taking a look, look at.
0: Sure, Lanier says it was the year of fire, Zach, the year of destruction, Jakar, the year we took back what was ours, Lita, the year it was the year of rebirth, Veer, the year of great sadness, Marcus, the year of pain. Can the, I
3: stop you right there? Sure. Can I stop you right there? When I uh first watched this Back in the day, because of Marcus's British accent, I know I'm British, but <laughs> because of Marcus's British accent, I felt sure he said the year of pine. Pine. <laughs> pine. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
5: so um, year
0: of pine. I was uh, yeah. thinking about who was saying what and how that might be significant, but the mm-hmm. wind uh, says, and a year of joy. Londo says it was a new age. Franklin, it was the end of history. Ivanova, it was the year everything changed. Garibaldi, the year is 2261, the place, Sheridan, Babylon 5. Wow. I like how they went back to more of an upbeat, up-tempo opening thing. Well,
1: it's still ominous. It, it's still on a war footing this team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's significant who says what in that. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh. I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to the VHS releases, um, but when they say the uh, year of change, it was actually the year of change for the VHS releases as well. <laughs> it, because here in the UK, it was they n- numbered the volumes so one, two, three, four, all the way up to volume thirty-two, which was the last volume of the third season. Oh yes, they changed it, didn't they? Then they yeah. Then the first volume of the fourth season was wasn't volume thirty three, but volume four point zero one. Hmm. Yeah. Uh,
5: All right.
3: It's just
1: weird thing me and Shane remember about the VHSs.
3: Yeah.
0: I never had. I remember wanting to do VHS for the um. But the Star Trek Next Generation releases were well, are just too expensive. So
4: yeah, I there think was- I had like two VHSs for um, Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman, yeah. and that was it because it was like, <laughs> okay, you get two episodes on a VHS tape.
1: <laughs>
5: yeah. Thanks.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I ended up committing to getting uh, VHSs for Babylon Five and very few other things.
0: Oh, sorry. Okay, so yeah, this was um, where we got Jakar's monologue, which I thought was really, really cool.
5: <laughs> it's mm-hmm. been a,
0: about a week since uh, Sheridan left for Zaha Doom, and Garibaldi disappeared, and Ivana was taking it really hard. Seems like they've lost her too. Londo's going back to Centauri Prime. Delyn's fasting I just I I feel bad for Lanier she probably keeps bringing her food and she doesn't <laughs> <it>. <laughs> he, uh, and
4: he probably slaves over it for hours too knowing
0: him uh, he's, I, know, I wonder how long it takes to prepare <laughs> I he's not spending two days preparing uh, else. I,
1: really, I, I think those are just for the rituals for a normal meal it's just a few hours
0: Whatever they have a fasting ritual where they spend all day preparing food and then they don't eat it.
2: Eh. <laughs> that sounds very
0: Mumbai. Yeah.
2: is.
1: He's that? essentially summarizing where all our characters are.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But where's Franklin?
0: <laughs> yeah, where was I noticed? Like, where's like, we were getting closer to the, end of the episode <laughs> and I was like, I haven't seen Franklin yet. Where is he?
4: Nobody wow. really cares. That's why. <laughs>
0: Where was he at the end of the? La- Where was he last time we saw him? Taking his job back. Yeah. Mm. Man. Um.
1: You do see Londo settling in on Sentai Prime.
0: Yeah. Mm. Kind of disappointed today. I may not get a chance to meet uh, Walter Kane again. Michelle Nichols. Like I was really looking forward to that.
5: Oh. Ah.
0: Um. Anyway, yeah. So Ivanova's leading a meeting with the league, and she's kind of short-tempered. So, well, she wants to attack the shadows when they're weak, but the league members want to go home and get, uh, you know, rebuild their own stuff, get
1: mm,
5: take care of themselves.
0: Yeah. yeah. They think Sheridan's dead, so there's no use going after a dead guy. Which I don't know. <sighs> well.
2: I like how she's, like, basically, like, the meeting's not over until like, you agree to my proposal. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you want to go, just do what I tell you, and then you can go. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah but, she, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess I understand them not wanting to go look for uh, Sheridan, but I don't know.
2: Mm. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, like, if they're down, but, I mean, how much good intel do they really have, you know?
0: Uh, Not
1: much. Uh, from the sounds of it, just a few rumors.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Do they know? how strong the shadows really are. Mm, how, that's
1: the thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when the beer brings the news to Ivanova, Layer, that's the first concrete news they've got of what's been going on.
3: Yeah. Someone's missing from the council meeting. Lando. Mm-hmm. No, I was. Miss- I was meaning Kosh. Evil Kosh. Oh well, yeah. But I
2: yeah.
0: never remember his name. <laughs> it's just Kosh. <laughs> yeah, evil you, Kosh.
3: No,
4: it's e- evil Kosh. Evil. <laughs>
0: Alkish, yeah.
1: Uh,
4: Dark Kosh. Uh,
1: yeah. There
4: we go. Um, Darth Kosh. Darth <laughs> Kosh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>.
1: Darth Kosh. <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, he's just... the land's pissed that He's not around. <laughs>
0: yeah, so after the meeting, this is where D'Lynn runs into Lita and Kosh, and he's just being. He's really not even. <laughs> I just love the way he just doesn't even answer sometimes when he doesn't want to.
2: Yeah, he's like bored.
4: Bored
0: now. <laughs> like, I'm tired of this woman talking. Yeah. I hope it she doesn't. He
4: doesn't, doesn't even give any cryptic answers. He just ignores her.
0: I hope yeah. she doesn't start with an answer. Uh, that's the, the difference right now.
1: Darth now. It's just, he's got no patience for these younger races. It, it's, yeah, you did what we wanted you to do. Now get out of my way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did he say? Sheridan served his purpose, So And he opened yeah. a new door. <laughs> I saw this quote, like, when life shuts the door on you, just open it back up and walk through. That's what doors are for. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, yeah, and Lita's sorry, because she can't really say anything. She can't really do anything. Her hands are tight.
2: But isn't this later, or do we do we skip...
0: Oh, Am I mixing up scenes? Yeah, we're
2: skipping
0: skipping
1: the stuff on Sentai Prime.
0: Oh, I thought this was where she, where they kind of walked away into wind. Okay.
1: Well, now you've got the council scene, then you cut away to Sentai Prime. You have stuff going on there, then you cut back to this scene. Oh. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm I'm mixing up. Okay, see, I just saw the recap. I just scanned quickly inside. Right, the
1: recaps going via um plot. So, yes, yeah, just, that I, happened on Babylon 5, after each other, but in the show, we cut away to something else.
0: Yeah, I just saw Delenn and Kosh in the same sentence and assumed I was at that scene, but I didn't read the entire sentence. Nah. Um, so, yeah, on Centauri Prime, the um, minister wants to take a condo to meet with the... Um, I
1: believe that's Minister Verini Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, you're right First, I believe it's his first appearance Is it season one? Yes I think it's either season one or season two Yeah And it's the first time we've seen him in person Instead of being on a computer screen Yeah
0: Yeah.
2: I like him
3: (laughs) Yeah, he really is Um,
0: He tells Lando that um, Somebody wants to see him Later
1: Well, the Emperor wants to
0: see him yeah, and some... I think this is where he told him that he had a visitor, too.
4: Yeah. yeah. I was like, "Oh, who's that going to be?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's also the first time we actually meet Emperor Katasia. Mm.
5: What do you
2: think of him? Oh, about
1: my gosh. The... Yeah,
4: what do you think <gasps> of him?
2: Is that the best actor they can get? That's all I was thinking. Oh! Terrible actor.
4: <laughs> I thought he was uh, really good at being just awful. I mean, I was I was just disgusted with him. Like, this guy is who they put on the throne? Come on!
0: Well, he was the other emperor's, what, nephew or something like that? Yeah, oh. yes.
4: He's
1: Essentially, um, reefer thought, I can use him. I can uh-huh. manipulate him.
4: That's what happens when you put people in power who don't know what they're doing, then they think, Oh, I have the power. I'm gonna do this.
0: <laughs> so yeah, yeah the, absolute,
3: absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the minister was in sick transit beer, but was he I don't think was it in person, was he I don't know. No,
1: no that, yeah. Oh yes he was. Was Can he, he talk, Okay. His beer was on Sentai Prime.
0: Okay. Um, oh, yeah.
1: He, he's the one who told the Narn
0: joke. <laughs> 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 A horrible joke. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so Beer has been getting Lundo's intelligence reports, and he passed on to... How did they get exactly... How do they know exactly what happened? I may have missed something.
1: Well, I don't I, know. Well, if Morden escaped, then, you know... He must. The shadows must have rescued him somehow, and mm-hmm. they must have some sort of record of what happened. After the shadows themselves may be psychic, and you know, the, you know, some of the shadows saw what Sheridan did. So, uh, hand waving him.
0: That's so they, how it
4: happened.
1: So
0: they pass yeah. the information on to yeah you, somehow. Okay. Yeah. So
4: so, so we just need to wait for Justin to show up somewhere. Right? No <laughs> No
5: Justin.
1: No. Uh, the impression I get is that um you know Morden was very lucky, you know. Very yeah, to flee the seed
0: early. It looks like yeah. And we
4: don't know I'm what not happened. sure luck or I'm not sure he's <laughs> lucky. I think he, he got the raw end of the deal. Hmm. Well, we don't
3: know oh. exactly what happened between the moment that Sheridan got out with his gun to the yeah. moment we saw him on the balcony. Yeah. Right.
2: Unfortunately. No. I wonder if we'll get that
3: at some point.
2: That'll be cool.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Some beers.
2: Beer looks thinner.
0: Yeah, I yes, noticed that too. Him. I was going to ask that. about that. Like, was that my imagination um, or I, what?
1: No, I believe he actually lost a lot of weight when he was off yeah. doing the other show. It's just, it's more noticeable now in the new season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was like, more seasons. Yeah. I was
4: like, Veer is wasting away! Like,
0: did <laughs> he get thinner or out. did his hair get bigger? I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> bit of both, I think, because, um,
1: you know, is a bit more important now, and he's not following Cartagena's fashion. Oh
2: so- my gosh. The shorter hair <laughs> was
0: awful. I wonder if that's there? a. So I wonder if there's an explanation for that. If the actor just he just wasn't having it and just like I just can't even <laughs> with this hair.
1: Well, no, <laughs> I, I I always saw it as almost an in joke or kind of okay, that's how they were originally going to have the Centauri hair short. Um, let's actually work that into the show. That okay, right? All the noble in the noble houses grow their hair long as a status symbol and you know you keep it short if you're making a fashion statement like the emperor or if you're a regular centauri citizen
4: yeah well and it makes sense too like story-wise because that's what you know like say young kids will do like you know the older generation yeah. thinks okay we need to do this because it's tradition and this is how it's always been done and then some kid as they would say comes in and just changes it all and it's like no you can't do it that way
3: yeah yeah okay uh, I've just done a bit of, uh, on the show research uh, Stephen first you played Veer Uh, Via. uh almost had to have his left foot amputated due to diabetes complications. Oh. So he reduced his weight from 260 pounds to 175 pounds. Wow. No. And when when filming started for this season, the show producers found that all of his costumes were now too large for him. <sighs> hmm.
2: Yeah, that and would happen.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I,
1: I think you can see that later on in a, a scene where... Um, they haven't put the clothes on properly, so he's hunched over a little bit.
2: <laughs> they didn't take him in?
1: Okay. I, I think they took him in too much, so that he ends up hunched over in the later <laughs> scene. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, uh, that is awesome. My doctor told me I was, like, close to being, like, diabetic, and I was, like, 250, and I think at my lowest, I got down to, like, 160.
4: Yeah, I was pre-diabetic before I lost my weight.
0: I was I watching this show about uh, this, like, 13-year-old kid who was, like, diabetic, because his family, their refrigerator was filled with, like, microwave burgers, and that's what they ate for every meal. Wow. Ooh. Wow.
2: Just microwave burgers? Yeah. Wow.
0: Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, well, I, I just, um, hmm. <sighs> food is good. <laughs> Junk food is really good, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so beers thing hopes that we'll be seeing more than around there anymore, trying to cheer one of up.
2: But we saw him in the credits.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew yeah. he yeah. was the first name.
2: <laughs> I didn't look. Oh, you, oh, you didn't look at the credits even after uh-huh. that. Wow. Oh.
0: Okay.
1: Well, you soon find out that beers a bit wrong because the next scene is when um we get to see. Um, who's the visitor in uh, Lando's
0: quarters? Yeah, he's, a minion-y looking Morden. He kind of looks like a uh, Sith lord, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, <it> does. actually. <laughs> <we hear> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So, um, Morden expl- He says a lot of like weird stuff. He's like, oh, kind of.
1: Yeah, I think it's either a mixture of the pain or yeah. he's on some sort of meds that are making him a little bit high. <laughs>
0: ashes to ashes. It's high on life. <laughs> <laughs> Why I ring around the yeah I kind of love that song, even though it's <laughs> I know what it's about now. Yes. Um. So basically, like they did thousands of years ago, the shadows want to set up bases on other planets. I guess they want to spread their resources around so they're not in so much danger. So they're gonna set up a base on Centauri Prime. So I guess. You know, we know that they set up one on Narn, like, a thousand years ago, so did... I can't remember, did the Narn... Do we know if the Narn agreed to it, or if they just well, took over? It,
1: it, we don't know, we don't know. And we don't even know what technology, technology level the Narns were at the time. Yeah. It's, yeah.
2: I mean, they're it, either, like, really, really, really committed to this... Uh, I don't know, this world view that they have or they're now they're just pissed and they want revenge. One of the two. Because, I mean, to travel all the way over there and set up a base.
0: What other worlds could they be putting their ships on? Hmm,
1: yeah. Obviously, not all the worlds are inhabited because they used Mars last
0: time. Mm-hmm. Okay, now this is where we have the scene where I thought we were earlier with D'Lynn and Lita and Kosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the one. So,
2: Lita, like, basically has to just go around with him all the time. <laughs> all yeah. the,
1: the, I actually got an impression this time, given the later scene, um, that she has to go around with him at the moment because part of Darth Kosh's consciousness is inside of Lita.
2: But that was. See, I wasn't sure if they were trying to say that or not because she had completely different hair, or her hair was down in the next next time, so I wasn't sure if they were trying to give us a subtle clue that it was a different time. Time
1: would have passed, yeah. You're right.
2: (laughs) So I wasn't sure. That was unclear. But I mean, he was talking too, so I don't know how that works exactly.
0: Mm. So this is when he wants to spy and wants to go somewhere unnoticed, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. He wants to just go get a drink at the bar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He wants to... Well, unless he likes to get drunk or something,
2: or
1: say he's got to go off back to um, the Vol on Homeworld, but he wants to still know what's gone on on the station in his absence. See,
5: it wasn't result, completely clear
2: as to whether she was just holding part of him, or if she was like holding the whole thing that went into the suit. You know, uh, I don't, I don't see. I don't know. I mean, do they have a physical, pre- like, like a like a solid physical, fleshy presence or is it just, like, a projection? You
4: know what I yeah. mean? Like, Isn't I have no like, idea. Just the ball of light or whatever.
2: Yeah,
0: Lita's <laughs> never around so how is she gonna <laughs> get any information from him?
4: Yeah, I don't know.
0: She's in the credits again this year.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm very yeah. interested in this and, like, like when she's carrying him around is, like, he controlling her so as part of the time that we see her She's not really her, she's actually Darth Kosh. I'm yeah, I'm I'm confused by all of this and interesting okay.
0: I don't think she was in the credits last year. She was on the D V D cover.
4: Yeah.
1: Um oh yeah, that right reminds there. me about the DVD cover this year. You can see it now, but be warned it's a little bit freaky, especially um what they do because basically they've got the main characters but because there's a few of them They'll blend in between characters, so one is especially freaky because it's ha- It's um, between Ivana and Marcus, and you <laughs> get a halfway point of Ivana Marcus, and it's just really creepy.
2: Weird. This is the um, DVD cover.
1: The menu. DVD menu.
2: Oh, okay.
0: The little morph. I didn't even watch it this time, but I'll, I'll watch it this week. Yeah, there's a morph,
1: but it's just creepy.
0: No. It'll give us nightmares. Awesome. As,
3: as, as I reach over to my visual VHS box... Uh. <laughs> I'm going back to the VHS. It was uh, 4.01. uh was a cast photo. Cool. Ah. Well, yeah, it's... So where were we?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Also, we're still getting feedback, you guys. You guys are awesome. Oh, (laughs) nice. So, um... I was going to
2: say, does she only have gills? I think she only has gills when he's in her... He's... whatever. (laughs) (laughs) She's carrying... You know what you mean! Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I, I always took it, she only has gills when she's in his quarters. And and breathe his environment.
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because we never seen it when she's not when she's in a quarters and not he's not in her. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: Wait, does he show? I uh, guess friend. she can. And go with it. He can inhabit. Okay, am mm. So <laughs> so Zach finds somebody in the cheese quarters and he's going in by himself or oh,
2: this was oh Zach, I love you, Zach.
0: Yeah. That he finds that Jakar is the one in there, and he's trying to channel Garibaldi, I guess. Jakar
2: <laughs> in a fedora is
0: awesome.
2: No, the Yeah,
0: the god of The god, god of frustration. frustration. <laughs> this household Maybe. god.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, well, who is Jakar? Have
3: the light? So, sorry, well, but why would Jakar have the light off? <laughs>
0: he's <was> trying <laughs> yeah, to. He
3: was
4: he was feeling the environment.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's a spiritual thing.
4: And I think that, uh, or that Garibaldi definitely needs a poster of Marvin the Martian as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh yeah. Yeah, like.
2: This so. is a space show. Oh come on. So. And wasn't he from Mars, or at least he, were, he was on Mars for?
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah. That
1: makes yeah.
2: Sense. Yeah.
1: And, of course, Sappy Duck um, has his alter-ego of Duck Dodgers.
4: Exactly, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. I was thinking, who would my household god be? (laughs) It would be Jean-Luc Picard, probably.
4: Looking around uh, the room here, there could be a whole lot of them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe, um... uh... Dobby, <laughs> <Push> I <it> would <back. laughs> <laughs> Dobby,
2: <laughs> <laughs> what do you have of Dobby in your house?
0: I have a lot of Harry Potter stuff, but not nothing that specifically Dobby.
2: Is Maybe there a more... Dobby um, uh, pop final? I don't think
4: so yet.
1: No, that's it. really strange. You yeah, really there should be one. Perfect.
4: I have the angel puppet, like the big life-size little puppet, and maybe that could be uh, <laughs>
3: mine.
2: The god of frustration again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and his nose comes off. <laughs> yeah.
3: I've got a pop vinyl and an anecdote, but I think I'll save it for after the show. <laughs> okay. To oh. remind me when we're done recording.
0: Yeah, I see Harry Potter, and I see Voldemort, pop finals, but not Yeah, I
3: don't think
4: there's Dobby. Mm.
0: So yeah, um so yeah uh, back on Centauri Prime the uh, oh. they take Londo outside and
1: yes. So, up. yes
0: and we've seen this before haven't we
1: we have
0: Lando's, Lando's seen
1: this before
0: yeah all the shadow ships going overhead
3: mm. oh I love the, that previous bit of a scene where he's trying to find his coach to, to explain why he's not wearing the right coat in that scene yeah why he's wearing
1: the old red
2: one yeah uh, I don't remember that so is yeah. this is this like the first i mean, I know that there was his aunts or whatever that was like, oh, he's gonna get killed by shadows for that guy have we had what are the other things we've had that say, okay, you know um you know predictions are real, like insight is real because he had <laughs> for the exact, yeah, for the centauri I don't know why, just for the Centauri, but okay. So, Londo had this dream,
5: and it happened
2: exactly like he dreamed it. So, they are saying for sure that the insight, the Centauri insight, is completely true. Right? That's what we're
1: getting. But they only get a fraction of what's true, so they don't get the context of what's actually happening. They just get an image or two.
2: Yeah. Because you can say, for example, that his vision of him and Jakar with their with their hands wrapped around each other, like you could you you could get a vision or whatever you think is a vision and you could act in a way that would make that happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like oh, I exactly, think that's gonna yeah. happen. But this there's no way that could have like he could have brought that about. You know what I mean? I mean
1: yeah.
2: So I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Um, and yeah, because he actually had this dream before the start of Season 3. Because at the start of Season 3, that's when Endowing from Earth came along asking the different races. And yeah. Lando says he's only seen the Shadow Ships in dreams. And this is exactly what he's referring to.
0: Mm. He had this dream, right, when he, what, made the decision to attack Narn, right? To, yeah. Yeah. He kind of, I guess, didn't so, he
1: So, change- it's almost his premonition of future events were solidified as as he took the decision to start the um, Narn-Centauri War. He kind of solidified this future.
0: Yeah.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
0: So he um, goes to see the emperor and tries to pull him away from the window, and the guard puts knife to Lando's throat. This
1: scene it always gives me chills. Mm.
0: I... Lando wants to know what the shadows gave him, and he says, "Swear he said that he would become immortal."
1: Yeah, essentially, well, we, we become a living god.
2: Okay. Elevated to godhood, I
1: think. Yeah, yeah just yeah. how matter of fact he is about it. So just, it's very, very scary. Yeah.
0: So the Emperor is played by Robert Krimmer, sometimes known as Wartham Krimmer. Wartham? Wartham? yeah. I'm not that sure that's like how his
2: Centauri uh, <laughs> name. Kind of. Yeah, it does.
0: <laughs> From Chicago, Illinois. He's been on soap operas like Knots Landing, Days, One Life to Live. That was, uh, how I, that was how I call it, Days. You know that I used to. You can know that I am a former fan. <laughs> <laughs>
4: there you go, Elizabeth. He's a soap opera actor, <laughs> which is not always uh, not always a bad thing. That's where SMG right. started, and she uh, was amazing.
1: I, I think it, for this character, you need that overly theatrical portrayal. Mm. With this undercurrent of sinister seriousness. You need that mix.
0: On oh, Hill Street Blues. Mm. Mm. So both well, he and his wife changed their last name after they got married. <laughs> they
2: just like, "We're like, what's the best last name we can get? Do <laughs>
0: it. Oh, see, her name. Wait. She was Mary Ellen Wortham. He was Robert Krimmer. Now they're Robert and Mary Ellen Wortham-Kremer.
2: Oh, that
1: sounds clumsy.
2: Mary Ellen Wortham-Kremer. Okay. Wow.
0: She he, uh. He's a Sagittarius like me.
2: Wow. <laughs> IMDB
0: has everything.
2: Yeah. Uh. Likes and dislikes?
0: <clears throat> Favorite food. <laughs> Favorite food is pizza. Now I'm making that up
2: wrong. Uh. Frozen hamburgers.
1: <laughs> oh no. You're doing everything you can <laughs> to try and make
0: him likable. <laughs> <laughs> personal details. What do they have on the personal details?
2: <laughs> hey, if Sheridan hadn't gone to Zaha Doom, then they would not be on Centauri Prime.
0: No. Huh.
1: So, so.
2: It was his fault. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: So they, they See the
4: whole trying to fix things by not doing them; it doesn't
2: work, dummy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, and yes. then uh, after this, when when uh, Landa goes into the corridor, this is where I I really like um, Verini's performance here because oh yeah, me as too. Much of a um, likable, bumbling um, minister that he seems. He's fully aware of what's going on mm-hmm. and yeah, you can see that a lot of his performance is that is that the character is putting on this show. This mm-hmm. performance.
0: Yeah. From the minister. Yeah. There's a Babylon 5 UK magazine. I guess there's an article yeah. called yeah. Lectures in Lunacy. I guess they talk to them, um, the Emperor. Yeah,
1: I'm... About a month ago, when I was cleaning through things, I found um, three or four issues of that magazine. I thought I had lost them, but yeah. Oh, it was wow. a nice little magazine.
0: That's cool when you find those old treasures. I have an issue of TV Guide, with the, um, where there are only four captains at the time. A, there's some kind of like big special issue with all the four Star Trek captains on it. Oh, very cool. I still hang on to that. Mm. So them, yeah... Lando says he's insane, minister knows he kinda warns him about you know speaking too openly. He tells him about how the emperor has severed heads in his room and he talks to them at night.
2: That's the best. (laughs)
0: That is awesome. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) If you gotta go out full out insane, just commit
0: to it. (laughs) You don't do half insane. Um so Lon- Oh wait, we already did that So, yeah, we see um, The Vorlon ambassador Leaving Lita Going yep. back into his suit And she's saying that it's different from when Kosh was in- I don't You
2: feel say. different
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
2: Don't want to piss him off Yeah, You're like dark
1: <laughs> Yeah Um. Also Maybe because I've seen this A few times, the of um darth kosh leave, leaving her it looks quicker as well um i think um kosh when he did it when we saw it it, it looks far more gentle whereas this it's going <laughs> quicker it's sounding like he's just ripping himself out of lita
0: and it, it's hurting her uh, you have this heidi um i mean i'm sorry beth close to that. i mm-hmm. get
2: a uh I'm sorry. I had to to
0: stare.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm on eBay alert when there's a Buffy custom, and Uh, wow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm posting that in the Facebook group.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's only six hundred dollars. Okay. Only six hundred (laughs) dollars. I
2: have Potential to. spoilers
4: group. It needs to go it in It better there.
2: be real size, like, life size. In $600. order for it to be $600.
0: So I have yeah. this idea of, like, making, trying to learn how to make, like, you know, sci-fi or just geeky, like, custom stuff and donating any money I make to charity.
2: Oh. I
0: don't know if I can do anything this complicated.
2: <laughs> yeah, or, that's definitely time consuming. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you.
1: <laughs> have you actually read some of the description? It's just. I have it, not, it, actually, not
2: yet. Just, just scroll
3: down, it's just. Oh. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I have should actually just read it. <laughs> ah. You're <laughs> <feel> like, oh! <laughs> okay. This pet that you've been uh, becoming a little sticky over time. I know! <laughs> six inch figures, so the bed is ten inches tall, eight foot wide, and five inches tall.
2: No, oh, Eight foot wide?
3: Uh, no, uh, sorry about that. Eight, six inch figures, so the bed is ten inches long, eight wide, and five inches tall. There you go. Uh-huh.
2: Anywho, sorry. Oh, i just <laughs> take a <laughs> close look I at could... i these random yeah.
1: pictures. Oh, if you, the more you look at it, the more fun, the more hilarious it gets because there's random bits of artwork on the um, bed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here?
5: Yeah.
0: Oh, angel and spike.
2: <laughs> Not yeah. angel. angel and jealous. And jealous. Okay. <laughs>
1: but yeah, oh, spang well.
4: <laughs> the potential saw this, they'd think that they were being spoiled on something. They would be like,
2: uh, no.
0: <laughs> like, better picture of this with this guy and. By the way. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um. Oh, Lita, Lita knows that he's keeping something from her and he tells her not to interfere when she leaves.
2: Yeah, so you know she's probably gonna
0: interfere. Yeah. Yep. Well she does. She goes
1: straight to Ivanova.
0: (laughs) So later, um Lando wakes up Beer to tell him he needs to come to Centauri Prime.
2: I didn't mean to wake you up. Yeah.
0: Is this when the Emperor Yeah, this is when the Emperor goes to talk to his friends.
2: Oh, best.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. I'm gonna watch this episode again tonight probably.
1: Also, uh, there's a lot of people either staying up late or waking up people or going to talk to people in the middle of the night in this
0: episode. Yeah, does anybody sleep? <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: you know what would be the best? If the Emperor could put on different <laughs> heads, like in uh, Return to Oz. Oh, yes.
5: <laughs>
0: I'm going to say that uh, Robert Kirkman and well, the producers for The Walking Dead got their idea from this for the governor.
2: Ah <laughs> yes, that's what it was.
0: <laughs>
2: Could be.
0: So on the station Lita's looking better and she goes to Ivanova's quarters and wow, Ivanova's awake as well. <laughs> yes. She talks about the hour of the wolf between. Ivanova's
2: mixing alcohols. That's not good, Ivanova. That's not good. Stick with one.
0: I, I, yeah, I thought I she
1: I was. I, I thought she was
0: sticking with vodka.
2: Well yeah, but she had a bunch of bottles open.
0: Right. So it's three and four when fears and regrets and worries seize your mind and you can't sleep. She tells about what her dad said, which I don't remember right now. <laughs> but Lita has a plan to take the white star to Zaha Doom and to try to look for a signal. And at the same time, she's going to try to find that piece of cash that's in Sheridan.
1: Also, one of um, just as in the dark as you are about this whole Relationship between
0: Kosh and later. She's like, I don't care <laughs> <She's there. laughs> She's Like, whatever You just gotta go look for the captain
1: And then she goes and wakes Len up Who's probably actually not asleep She's probably fasting
2: She's probably hungry and just can't yeah. sleep
1: Yeah has
0: She been How long has she been fasting, I wonder
1: Well, she the did. car says Seven days Yeah
0: uh, Maybe their bodies are different, but it seems like... I don't know. I don't know how it works. Um, I should remember because I was just reading The Martian and they were like talking about what would happen if he starved and how long it would take for him for this to happen and for the body to do this. Uh, and, you know? yeah. Maybe Minbari are different.
2: As long mm-hmm. as she's drinking enough, whatever, liquids, you know, she should be okay. I'm kind of disappointed the Hour of the Wolf is not a um a Warlon thing. Like the hour of right.
0: suffering. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, but the, they hope. Um, yeah, but she was saying that if they fall as a Hadoom then nobody's gonna come looking for him. So Definitely not
2: the legal non-aligned world. Yeah. I mean,
1: if they fall as a Hadoom, who's gonna run the whole um, thing?
2: Clarence. <laughs> I
1: know. Clarence uh, would- the, the hero of all. Will-
0: Clarence would lead them all to victory. It would be over the next episode.
1: Uh, Oh, you realize basic... Yeah, Clarence takes on um, the Sheridan Ivanova role, and Marcus steps up to fill Delenn's place. Yeah.
0: Yep. I like how Ivanova just keeps it real. She's not a pessimist. She just keeps it real. (laughs) Like I (laughs) mean. So... D'Lynn and Lanier are aboard the... They're all on the white... A white star. A white star. I was like, this isn't... <laughs> why is it? Yeah, this is a new white star, I guess. Um. Uh, so they jump out of hyperspace and Lita starts blocking. And this annoyed the crap out of me. This is where D'Lynn kept saying, do they know we're here or whatever... She just kept bugging like Lita's trying to focus, leave her alone, like stop talking to her.
4: I
1: think this is the first time we see the black eyes.
0: Yeah.
4: When she opened her eyes and they were black, I was like, the spiders have gotten in her mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So they're trying to find Sharon and Lita's looking for Kosh and there's no response. But then that eye shows up that we saw. The eye. Yeah, that's... The Eye of
4: Sauron.
0: Yeah. no oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> the huge eye. The one that, yeah, Yvonneva saw before when she was in Draws Machine. Yeah. And uh, tried to pull...
4: Oh. Yeah. Lots of things yeah. coming back this episode, aren't they?
0: Um, tried to pull her in then. Tries to pull all of them down to Doom, but all of a sudden, the White Star turns around and <laughs> gets the hell out of there. <laughs>
5: yep. Yeah.
0: Turns out Lanier... It's a good thing Lanier thought of this plan. Like, if he doesn't push a button every two minutes, then the White Star automatically takes him home.
1: Yeah, well, he's been in a lot of uh, similar situations now. He's probably thought, yeah, let's do this, otherwise I'm going to be dead.
0: I guess no one else could have. Just in case I'm dead and nobody else can fly the ship. Yeah. It's a little convenient, but it works. But
1: It's a bit convenient, but still... Get out of it.
0: it turns out that I spoke to everybody as their fathers. Mm. Mm. So they get out of the, there.
1: Yeah, and then you have this really obvious zoom right into um Vanuvas command bar.
0: And we see another bar on Zaha Doom dropped by somebody wondering through the caves. Whatever. Wonder who that is.
3: Mm. What a surprise. <laughs> Going,
0: going, and they're back not back. trying to. <laughs>
3: <laughs> going yep. back a little bit to um, Lita's black eyes, as it were, uh, she hated wearing them because uh, they were uh,
2: they were the contacts. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, they were because they had to cover the entire iris, so they would you know they would be pushing up on t- on the top of the eye and the bottom of the eye. She could only wear them for about fifteen seconds. Oh, was, oh. yeah, before she would start well, quite literally. A uh, tear dropped flowing out of her eyes.
2: Yeah, that doesn't
0: sound fun. No. Um, so what's happening next? Um, yeah, that was really obvious though. <laughs> like, little bars, and then the bar, trying to paint a picture for us, James this Well, it. that would be the director's thing, uh, really. Should us just to see the original script, see if that was in the palette. Hmm. i tell how yeah, it was written in the script. Ah, and... uh, well. So as, um, yeah, so when Veer arrives, Lando tells him everything that's going on. And Veer's like, yeah, you wouldn't have called me here if you didn't know I was going to help you. So they, Lando says that they need to kill the Emperor. Hmm. There's a line in here. I, I think, um, yeah, let's save it for the end. I know on Sensei podcast, we just do quotes as we get to them, but <laughs> there's a really good line here.
1: Uh, Let's, uh, yeah, let's complete the episode first.
0: (laughs) Um, so Ivanova's doing her personal log, and she, um, says that she has to continue Sheridan's work, and she needs some help, and she knows where to look for it. And back to Zahadu, we see Sheridan cold in front of a fire, and a tall guy with a beard appears. And uh, And a gem
1: in his forehead. (laughs) Gym. <laughs> oh, well, to be fair, it could be part of the um, thing he's wearing on his forehead. I'm not quite sure.
0: So, I don't know. I, I, the whole answering a question with a question it just kind of annoyed me with this. That's what they do. That's that's what he does. But he said, who are you? Which is the Vorlon question. Yeah. So I'm back. And I can't remember all of what he said, but...
1: Well, this it's not exactly a quote, but it's important it's not a quote, but it's important what he actually says at the end. I think you know you know the whole thing of why am I alive now that's the question, isn't it yeah
0: uh, yeah you, I don't know you probably don't recognize the actor who played this guy, the same guy who played the inquisitor back in season two
2: uh you mean um.
0: Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: I believe he's done some other things as well in uh, Babylon 5.
0: Yeah. I Can't remember pulling his. <laughs> Who was he before?
3: I I've I can think of two things, but two uh, characters, but we haven't seen them yet. So.
2: Okay, as long as he doesn't, you know, shout a lot.
0: Oh yeah, he was in The Rock cried right out in the hiding place. He was in Narn, Jadan. One of the guys on with Jakar for when I guess Narn. he was going to, yeah, when he, yeah, when he was on Narn, when he snuck over to Narn. So yeah. Oh,
2: he was asking a. Wait, he was asking a lot of questions as the Inquisitor, and he's asking a lot of
0: questions
1: now. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and In that's where we, we we end the, right here at the fireplace. Yeah. So, don't we? Mm.
0: See, there any notes? I'm sure. I don't know. I should say that. I'm sure our Bill Blair, our favorite guy, was in the episode somewhere, but I don't know that for sure. Hmm. Anything in the worker's guide.
1: That's not spoilery.
0: Um, <laughs> episode began filming August 26, 1996. Um, continuity arrow. I guess Morden was picking a flake on one of his hands. and. Okay,
2: that was gross, by
0: the <laughs> way. Yeah. yeah, it was. Then...
1: Especially on My um, Blue Rainbow Which ups the Quality of it So I mean Even though it's You know Still a little bit uh, 90's quality Shooting You saw A kind of glistening spot on, on his hand After he picked it
0: Apparently the hand The flake came From different hands It was a continuity error <laughs> um,
4: Somebody paid that Close of attention To point that out That's picky. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So this about filming. Yeah, this is uh something that uh well this was after they had a little break in filming. I don't know if I talked about this before, but I know they talked about it on the commentary for I guess Midnight on the Firing Line that when um Peter Jurisic is trying to get back into the character of Londo, he just says, Mr. Garibaldi that's how he finds his voice again. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Sometimes you would
0: hear him on the set saying, Mr. Garibaldi, just trying to be, find the voice again. <laughs> um, the B-5 story is told from every point of view, so that's why they did the new opening like that, to reflect everyone. La, 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 la. So they thought the actor that played Cartesia was great. He came into audition, same as everybody else, and we thought he was great. The okay. <laughs>
4: I didn't think he was a bad actor. I uh, very much... I don't even dislike the character. He's like I think he's going to be one of those love-to-hate kind of people
0: for <laughs> me. <laughs> so the big guy at the end whose name I think I just said... I don't know if y'all heard it, but... <laughs> um, I don't
1: think you did. So yeah, I think okay. you're okay. I don't no, think
0: well, you
2: did. I saw it anyways because it's on the quote page that I was looking for. Okay. Uh,
0: uh. That's fine. Right, it's not a big deal. But um, They gave him gold contact lenses... Um, pretty big episode, blah blah. blah. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna do it anymore. But if I see anything interesting, I'll bring it up next week. I'll read this later. Mm-hmm. Um. So, how about quotes?
1: I know there were some really good ones. I I could have come more prepared, I suppose, but the one that stood out for me um, is um, the bare one after Londo says they are afraid to move against him. Whoever does so will almost certainly be killed. Ah, that would be a drawback. It's just, that will was, it. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's just me being beer, though.
0: Uh, one of my favorites was when Londo says, and yet in all of this you have somehow managed to walk through the corridors of power and not be touched. I can only assume you have not been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
4: I don't have uh, one because IMDB's broken this morning.
0: Uh,
3: what's after me? I'm just a shadow of for my former self. Oh, yeah. Uh, I yeah, well, written I just, that one
0: down. <laughs> that shadow, get it? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we get it, Warden. <laughs> we got
4: it, we got it.
2: Uh, respect is irrelevant. Everything hmm. is irrelevant.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm remembering one of our now. The wolf and I are on a first-time basis now. Yeah. He, he, I suppose it doesn't quite work without the rest of the speech about what the wolf is
2: um Lanier get us the hell out of here initiating get us the hell out of here Maneuvers. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: of oh the part where Jakar is talking about Ivana but she blames herself it is foolish it is, destructive. Oh, it is yeah. human
2: uh-huh. mm. and also he um, said like didn't he say like she is the more alone than anyone else in the universe was he talking about her <sighs>
1: No, we were oh. talking about uh, Londo. Oh, Londo, right. Lando. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
5: Yeah, he's got yeah. everything
1: he wants, but he thinks he's more alone in the universe than anyone else.
2: Mm-hmm. Is that beer?
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Okay, I found one. Uh, Jakar. Compassion is a rare commodity these days.
0: Okay. Um. Let's see. What do we do next? Um. <laughs> How about our Human of the Week? Franklin? <laughs> he won by not being there. <laughs> when by default?
2: Mm, Maybe. Who do we have? Lita.
0: Lita was there. Oh, um, A okay. little bit of Sheridan. Morden. Zack. Um, Zack. <laughs> really
2: I was surprised we didn't get Clarence. <gasps> I know! It's the perfect time for him to shine.
1: Yeah, yeah. he was. Maybe uh, he, he's on his own adventure.
2: Yeah, let's hope we get that.
0: He's secretly killing all um, the shadows that are left.
2: I don't know, maybe Lita? I don't know. Yeah, she... Could she moves behind that. Yeah. yeah!
0: Oh my god, are we going to give Lita her first? Okay, <laughs> think it may be yeah. her first. Look at that. I think you should go for that, yeah. Lita Alexander.
4: Hey, Lita, stick around long enough. You'll you'll win an episode.
0: <laughs>
4: Franklin's won them, so... Oh, yeah, come on.
0: Who's our alien of the week?
1: Oh, it has to be Minister Verini. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was so
2: good. I will do desk heads.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, who?
0: <laughs> who do you think? His friends. Um... Minister, fine with me. Prime
2: Wait, is the minister? Is that was the um the toady? Yeah. Oh, okay.
4: Yes.
0: Well, I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's fine, Minister Barine.
4: Elizabeth's like, I am not giving it to that emperor. <laughs> to <not the>
0: emperor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to his head, but not him. <laughs>
3: yes.
0: So, are we ready to write this episode? Gonna start us out, Shane.
3: Oh well, uh, I would have to give this. Oh, goodness! I'm gonna have to give us a nine and a half. Uh, vodka drinks.
0: Vodka. <laughs> vodka. Okay. How about you, Heidi?
4: Um, I liked this. It got me excited for the season. Um, and and I I'm really intrigued of where things are going. It brought up new questions. Didn't really answer anything, but this is the first of a season, so that's okay. Um. So, I think I will give it 8.5 out of 10. Sorry, Elizabeth, I might be still in yours. Talking heads. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay.
0: <laughs> How about you, Elizabeth?
2: Yeah, I liked it. Um, it was a little slow for me, but, uh, but I, you know, they had a lot of stuff to go through. Um, and yeah, there's some good stuff being set up, so. I'm going to give it eight um, human-shaped Borlawn
0: backpacks. (laughs) (laughs) Say it
1: Yeah, it's a great start to, uh, you know, another great season. And one thing I love about this this episode is how three female leads are front and centre in... The story um, on the Babylon side, side of things, and they're leading it. All three of them are key and vital to it. And, and you get a great shot of that later on. And the stuff on Centauri Prime, oh, this political machinations that are going on, is fantastic. Um, it's a great way to start the series, season, I should say. Um, so I'm going um, eight and a half out of ten. Black eyes of a telepath.
0: <laughs> Eight and a half. Um, yeah, I really like the episode. I'm always excited at the beginning of this season of, and get the new opening. And there was a lot of cool stuff going on. And I like how the Sheridan stuff wasn't, well, he himself was, he was barely in the episode and got to focus on other characters and have them lead. So I'll give it nine out of ten. Questions answered with questions.
1: (laughs) Okay, I think that's pretty good rating uh, for the start of the series.
0: Yeah, sorry, I'm muting. I've got to sniffle, so I've been muting. So let us all hop inside Lita and go to Feedback Lab. (laughs) I think it's a bit crowded in here. (laughs) Borderline takes up so much space.
1: Mm. Uh, is anyone else a bit cold? <laughs> it's dark.
0: <laughs> it's <so> dark. Ah. <laughs> uh, Do we have don't
2: touch me! Who's touching me?
0: <laughs> ah. I feel a ball of light on my leg all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> is that a ball of light?
1: Or are you just happy to see that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get out of here quick. Hang on a second. Um, oh no, Hang still... on a second.
0: I've
1: got a phone.
0: Yeah. Uh, just a minute.
4: Well, did you send the link?
0: No, I was okay. We'll do it. I'll paste the email. Okay. I I was trying to decompress by watching Doctor Who before I started taking notes for Babylon Five and getting ready for the podcast, and I just fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Not because the Doctor Who was bad, but
4: I was going to say, was it a good new episode?
0: Yeah.
3: Don't say anything. Don't say anything. I'm watching it later. Don't say anything. Okay.
4: Yeah, I'm still trying to watch uh, the last season on Netflix, so...
1: Uh, so, Sorry about that.
0: So, (laughs) without spoiling, uh, Ian, did you like last night's Doctor Who?
1: Oh, yes, I did. Um, (laughs) It's going to be really interesting to discuss that later.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, Our first piece of feedback is from Boort99, and I'll read this one. I had it up just a second ago. Um, I it is. hear says, For me, at any rate, The Hour of the Wolf is probably the best season opener after midnight on the firing line. What always stands out about it for me is how effectively the early scenes on Babylon 5 establish a dark, somber tone of hopelessness. Not an episode to watch when one is depressed. Even the reveal of Sheridan at the end shows us a haggard, haunted person rather than being a moment of optimism. It says something about the episode that it's Centauri Prime with this barking mad emperor that provides relief from the grimness. In, I, in isolation, Cartagia might seem a little too over-the-top to take seriously, but here this special brand of comedy horror works very well, especially because Wortham Kim, Krimmer plays him with oodles of charisma and absolutely no sense of restraint whatsoever.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's Centauri Prime that gives us our one genuine moment of optimism, Blondo in his snarky, backhanded way, finally acknowledging Beer's value as a friend and as a person. The, I can't remember how you pronounce that word, reproachmon is, for me, one of the most touching moments in all of Babylon 5. Thanks, Bord. Yeah.
1: Thanks, Bord.
0: Cheers. I wonder how board this is... This will
1: be the first bit of feedback for this new you- season.
0: Actually I'm not sure his came first, but it was the first one I read. But yeah. Uh, sure.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know it's Yeah, because it's separate from the emails. Um where okay, just one second. I'm gonna close down all these freaking windows because it's confusing. Um <laughs> Okay. Our next piece of feedback is from Mark from Warwickshire.
1: Warwickshire.
0: Warwickshire. He sent us feedback for the first two, and I'm just going to read the first one now. And well, what was that? <laughs> Something deep Oh, well, the alien's name is in the email. It's not a big spoiler, because you want to find out the next episode. There, you? supposed to read that. Um, one, I
2: can read this. One. <laughs> or you can. Um, you
0: can go ahead.
4: Okay. Um, let's see sure I'm at the top here. There we go. Hi, guys and gals. Great podcast. Keep up the great work. You have relent my passion for B5 now that I have caught up with your schedule. I thought I would send you my feedback for the first two episodes of Season 4, uh, The Hour of the Wolf. I love this title and have experienced plenty of my own Hours of the Wolf over the years when all the world's ills plagued me in the dead of night. Aww. The opening monologue really helps to set the stage, and using Jakar seems to lend it gravitas. The episode was well-paced, leaving what happened to Sheridan until the last, last moment, and instead allowing us to see how important he was. His absence is definitely felt. It was good to see Morden again, even if he was baiting Londo again. <laughs> in his maimed state, he seemed more deranged than sick, slickly evil now, and somehow that makes him all the more threatening. You feel that he could do anything now. The best scene for me was the one with Zack finding Jakar in care room. It shows how much Jakar has grown. Compare his attitude towards the other races and people to that shown in the gathering. Old Jakar would not worry about Garibaldi, citing Daffy Duck as a household god is priceless. In this episode, we get to see more of Londo's premonitions coming true, as the truly deranged Cartesia allows the shadows on the Centauri Prime, and Londo looks up to see them in the sky above the palace. Londo's description of friendship and power with fear was also poignant, and finally, we are left with Sheridan and Lorian. Hooray! Hooray! Hey, thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thanks, Mark.
0: Keep uh, it up. Stuff I wanted to say during that, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Boys. Um, no. no, no. <laughs> oh,
2: well, I'm glad we relit your passion for B5. <laughs> cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, the B5 is awesome. <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> tried to keep my mouth shut. Oh, this is for <laughs> signups. Season four signups. Season four signups. Okay, here, here.
1: Ooh, got a few more good.
0: Uh, Dirk, Dirk, Next email is from Derek.
2: I can take Derek's. I don't
0: think we've heard from Derek in a while, have we? Maybe in the last episode.
2: If I recall, Derek is pretty funny. Okay. <clears throat>
0: Uh, starts off Dearest Ambassadors. Yes. Okay.
2: Dearest Ambassadors. On to a few thoughts. If Ivanova is out of it, Clarence is in the perfect place to take charge. Go, Clarence! Yeah, go, Clarence. Ivanova wakes up to Eastern Standard Time. They still have Daylight Savings Time in the future? And how does that <laughs> affect the farmers on Babylon 5? <laughs> the original reason for Daylight Time was to increase the time of light for farming. It's now halftime in the war between the shadows and light. Hope they get good advice and a great halftime pep talk before returning to the field. Yeah. Zaha Doom should now be called Zaha Boom. <laughs> Dr. Morden uh, looks like he was just promoted to full professor at the University of Evil, and his evil anthropology graduate students threw him way too much of a party, and this is a hungover look. <laughs> <laughs> really nice.
5: Uh,
2: hmm, I wonder if anybody has ever shipped Lita and the new Kosh. Let's call it the Lady and the Jukebox.
4: No, not. <laughs> no.
2: I am not shipping it in my head. Um, it's Indiana Jakar, off to find the lost Ark, or lost Garibaldi. If Daffy Duck <laughs> is a god for Mr. Garibaldi, Dr. Seuss must be the god of the Vorlons. Yeah, for sure. Is Emperor Cartagia's family tree missing a few branches? Is that what we are supposed to compare it to? Inbred royal lines of Europe in the 1800s and 1900s?
5: Sure. Okay.
2: As a chronic insomniac, I've never seen a wolf in the middle of the night. (laughs)
5: Lots
2: of deer, but no
5: wolves. (laughs) This
2: summer, I saw two deer around that hour. I do not want to see a wolf at any hour unless there is a big old chasm between us and it's at the zoo. (sighs) Is it wrong for me to find Lita a little sexier with those black eyes? I wonder <laughs> when she's on a date if her partner ever asked her to show those full black eyes. <laughs> Maybe it's a third date kind of activity. Yeah, I think it's more. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I don't think
0: you do that on the first date.
2: No. Overall score. Still lots of questions created, even as you are answered. Maybe a Warlon wrote this episode. Rating <laughs> nine out of ten. Sexy black eyes, or if that is taken, it is certainly not. Uh, 9 out of 10, awkward dinner and a movie date between Lita and the new Kosh. Mm. Oh, is he the one Mm. asking her about her black eyes? Okay.
4: (laughs) I see.
2: (laughs) Alien of the Week, Indiana Jakar. Sing the Raiders of the Lost Ark theme song with me now. Sing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um. Singing in my head. Yeah. Human of the Week, John Williams for scoring the Raiders of the Lost Ark theme song long ago, <laughs> with so many other classics. If not John mm. Williams, then Dr. Morden for surviving two thermonuclear blasts, while Anna Sheridan and Colonel Sanders didn't apparently make it out, this episode at least. <laughs> A touch of skin cream and some Botox injections to make him look more youthful, and he should be just as good as new. Well, we can dream. Predictions. John Sheridan returns to Babylon 5, but Delenn has already moved on and married the new station captain, Clarence. (laughs) 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 You leave my Clarence alone, Delenn. Okay. Since space is at a premium on Babylon 5, and Sheridan is too cheap to find new quarters, he moves in with Delenn and Clarence. It's Three's Company, 23rd century style. (laughs) Garibaldi <laughs> is actually found at a Looney Tunes fan convention back on Earth. Nothing was wrong, he just really needed to get tickets and a hotel room before they all sold out. <laughs> Farewell, dearest ambassadors, Derek. Oh,
5: thank, <laughs> thank you, Derek. Derek.
2: Excellent predictions. Oh, Derek with the spoilers, come <laughs> on.
0: See, <laughs> uh, so our next email is from Yarstow. i thank take
1: There you go. Greetings down below, casters. Here's my feedback for episode 1 of season 4, The Hour of the Wolf. It's been a busy weekend here, so just what well, i managed to take down whilst rewatching the episode. Anyway, the commanding officer is gone again, just like season 2. Ivanova struggles with diplomacy, just like season 2. And he's <laughs> Le- is not in a canoe- cocoon, unlike season 2. I'll stop now. Uh, She is annoyed with the new Volan ambassador For not showing up at council meetings The Volan answers when she confronts him Do not improve uh, The Volan's answers when she confronts him Do not improve things Also, Lita appears to be frightened By the new Volan ambassador And complains that he feels different when he's inside her.
5: by oh boy. Like costumes. <laughs>
1: Make of that what you will. I will. While everyone else is mostly concerned about Sheridan and Zahadoum, Dakar decides to look into what's going on with Garibaldi and demonstrate that Nan's wearing hats should be totally the next big 5 fashion trend. On Centauri Prime, it turns out Morden was lightly roasted, but did survive. And London's vision of seeing himself watch the Shadow Vessels comes true, complete with the correct light purple coat, because the Centauri have not yet managed to invent instant tri cleaning. <laughs> London brings in Beer to help him rescue the Centauri from Catarsia but possibly also because V usually does a better job of managing his dry cleaning than they did at the Royal Court. At Zahadun, the White Star finds no sign of Sheridan, though it does apparently counter whatever shadow presence uh, one of her previously countered while she was in the Great Machine. But at the very end of this episode, we see Sheridan meet a mysterious being by a campfire somewhere on Zahadoom. Quotes Jakar, where is Mr Garibaldi? And what happened to Captain Sheridan of Zahadoom? Bakiri Ambassador, we have already discussed this, yes, but we haven't finished discussing it. Bakiri Ambassador, and when are we to be finished? As soon as you agree to my proposal. Ah, <laughs> oh, Morden. I'm just a shadow of my former self. Jakar, huh. our thoughts form the universe. They always matter. Veer, is there something wrong? Londa? something? No. Everything? Yes. Huh. Ivanova, I've been lying in the arrow of the wolf for seven days, Lita. Seven days. The wolf and I are now on a first name basis. Londa, every time I find one listening device and remove it, they plant another. Londo, somehow you... Ah, yes, that quote. Uh, We have done it, so we we move on to favourite characters. Uh. Ivanova, alien Londo. Honourable mentions, Jakar for caring about the things others forget. And Lita for helping out, even though it seems she already has enough troubles of her own. Episode rating, six out of seven days spent living in the Hour of the War. Jasso from the Netherlands.
2: Oh, thank you, Yaso.
0: Yeah, cheers. Yeah, we didn't talk about Garibaldi much, but yeah, he was kind of being overshadowed because everybody's concerned about Sheridan. Like,
1: overshadowed. <laughs> poor oh, yeah.
0: guy. You know, like, he's disappeared and people just, <laughs> most people don't seem to care.
2: Jakar cares.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Or he was just looking yep. for his book of Jaquan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's trying to get that back.
0: So our next email is from Eric. I'll take this one. I hope I'm saying his name right. <laughs> um, Hello, dear down belowers. Here's my feedback for the hour of the wolf. The opening recaps sends shivers down my spine. Jakar's voiceover is beautiful. The music is so wonderfully eerie. It sets and uh, sets in, it all sets an ominous tone for the start of season four.
2: Is he speaking of the music and the credits? Cause I agree. It does kind of have an ominous kind of sound.
0: Um, I think I may have been talking about the one in Jakar's voiceover. Oh,
2: that makes sense, too.
0: He says, I like the new opening. I like the new credit sequence, although perhaps not quite as much as the Season 3 one. So we finally get to meet Emperor Kartaja and he is quite a character, isn't he? And what's up with this minister guy? I love the scene where Veer tells Ivanova about what happened at Zahadu and how he sort of tries to comfort her. That Sheridan's death was not without meaning, but Ivanova's sadness cannot be helped.
2: Yeah, Veer tried. He tried, but yeah. he didn't do the best. I mean, he, just, he should have just stopped talking at some point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's our Veer. Morden is more creepy than ever. Looks like a lizard and is picking off pieces of his own skin. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Delin's confrontation with the new Kosh is awesome. I love Mira Furlan's acting in this scene. She seems furious at the riddle speaking careless Borlon. Oh, is this where she was like, "I lose all respect for you. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah." Like fuck He's your just respect. Like,
2: whatever. <laughs> respect is irrelevant. <laughs> uh,
0: I was, I was just wondering. I was you no. Know, I guess he would. He wouldn't strike a Minbari because he doesn't seem to have a problem with you know Lita and Kosh. No
2: spoilers for him not hitting her.
0: Well, not this episode. I don't know <laughs> if it kidding. doesn't happen later. <laughs> Um, I like Jakar and Zack doing a scene together. Yay, Jakar is going on a detective mission looking for Garibaldi, and he's got a hat. (laughs) (laughs) It's an awesome hat. I want a fedora. (laughs) I've been saying for years that I'm going to get one, but I still haven't done it yet. (laughs) Ah,
1: you can make cosplay as uh, Jakar.
0: (laughs) Uh, Finally, Londo's dream about the shadow ships come true, and the shadows have come to inhabit Centauri Prime. Creepy. Cartaja reveals his intentions of becoming a living god, and Lando is rightfully terrified, and so is the minister in his own lightly insane way. Ivanova, Delenn, Lanier, and Lita return to Zahadim's space. Lita's eyes turn black and scary, and they meet the weird alien eye thing that Ivanova saw in The Great Machine in the Season 3 episode Voices of Authority.
2: I honestly completely forgot that Ivanova had seen that. Yeah.
5: Ah.
0: I have to admit this part still confuses me a bit. The scene between Lando and Veer at Centauri Prime is wonderful. I always like when Lando becomes soft, and it's great to see him admit that Veer actually means something to him. Ivanova's log entry at the end where she has to come to terms with Sheridan's death is very sad. But wait, Sheridan seems alive after all. He's building a campfire and a weird tall-headed alien guy joins him and starts looking at him in a most peculiar way. A natural way to end this episode. Conclusion, you may say that this episode kind of stands still, but yet it doesn't. It is so dark and the whole thing is kind of depressing in an awesome way. (laughs) There's so much inner tension going on in several of our characters. I also really like how Centauri Prime is becoming a bigger part of the story, and that we are moving a lot more from place to place, as a lot of the action takes place far away from the station itself. (laughs) what's oh. <laughs> going on here An awesome don't start Sounds like wind yeah.
4: yeah,
1: maybe you're in the hurricane or
0: something <laughs> Get to the eye, it's a little calmer there An awesome start of season 4 of B5 I really cannot say anything about it I don't like So I have to rate it 10 out of 10 severed heads on a desk yeah. Character of the week, Ibanaba, I just love her downbeat acting in this episode. She is awesome.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Alien, Lando, you can see that a lot of things are going on inside Londo's mind at this point, And the future of Centauri prime is depending on him now. And Peter Jurisic's acting is stellar in all his scenes in this episode quotes, uh, the shadow of her former self, um, Morden. The resolution was passed quietly. 14 opposed it. No one's seen them since, uh, The respect is irrelevant. Jakar's our thoughts are, our thoughts form the universe. Jakar and Zach looking at the image of Daffy Dock. Jakar, I was studying this image. It's one of his household gods? Zach, no, that's Daff. Yeah, well, in a way, I suppose it is. (laughs) Cartaja and Londo. Cartaja, some are always sacrificed for the greater good. Londo, what greater good? Cartaja, mine, of course. Londo, yep. he is insane. Great maker, forgive us all, he is mad. Uh, I guess his spell corrects his every time it's supposed to be Londo, it says London.
1: <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <clears throat> spell check.
0: Lanier. Oh, yeah, getting the hell out of here. Whatever. Um. Oh, yeah, we didn't say this one, but Sheridan to the mysterious alien dude, Sheridan, how did I get here? Alien, you were born. <laughs>
4: Sam. He's uh, related to Kosh. Yeah. Oh, so helpful. Thank you.
0: And it's BC. Oh, here it is. By the way, which, which by the way, is pronounced Iric, but you may also opt to call me Elric, like the Technomage, because who doesn't want to be a Technomage? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Elric. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I,
0: Oh, thank you're,
1: you. you are a Technomage now.
0: Yeah.
2: Right? Cool.
0: To see next email is from Victor de Grand. Uh, I'll paste it here.
4: Okay, this is the episode. Yes, where sharp. okay. From Victor, this is the episode in which Slando's life begins to unravel, and that's really saying something considering all that he's already been through. Hmm. He meets Emperor Cartasia, who at first glance appears to be an imperious jerk. Later, when we see him chatting with his collection of severed heads, it is clear that he is absolutely. Certifiably, that sheet crazy. <laughs> As if that isn't bad enough, Londo is reunited with his old pal Morden, who somehow survived the blast, but just barely. Old Morden ain't looking too good, and his boy band days may be over.
2: <laughs> oh, shut your mouth, Victor. No.
4: <laughs> Having created this mess, Londo decides he has to kill the Emperor, and for that he needs the help of the only trustworthy Centauri, Veer. As Lando so aptly puts it, the hideous truth is that you are the closest thing I have to a friend. I am as shocked and dismayed by this as you are. <laughs> Poor beer. Poor me. Meanwhile, Chikar is using his detective stick skills to track down Garibaldi, but I don't have a lot of confidence in his powers of observation since he mistook Daffy Duck for one of Garibaldi's household gods. But then, no one ever said the Narns were smart. <laughs> oh. <laughs> put enlists the help of Lita and Dylan, and they bravely take a white star out to search for Sheridan. Not only do they not find them, but they escape, but they barely escape the siren call of Zahajum with their lives. But it turns out that Sheridan is alive and actually looks pretty chipper for a man who just dove into a two-mile deep chasm. He meets this new alien who makes no sense at all. <laughs> he sure talks like a Vorlon, but I don't see any countersuit. Lots of questions were answered and lots more questions were asked, so I will give this episode nine Egyptian gods of frustration out of ten. Regards, Victor. Thank you,
0: Thanks, Thanks, Victor.
4: Thanks, Victor.
0: Thanks, Victor. I was just thinking that you know Sheridan's seen some of the Centauri future—if you—you if haven't seen him talk to Lando about that yet, or if if he is going to. Who... Right. Um. So
2: if if uh if. Lita, Zelen, and Ivanova were only talking to each other about Sheridan. Does that mean this doesn't pass the Bechdel test? (laughs) No. (laughs) Just kidding.
0: How long do they go without talking about this whole episode? (laughs) See, next email is from Laurie and Carl. Oh, yes. I will taste that. Oops. There it is.
4: Okie dokie. back. Okay.
2: <clears throat> Hello, ambassadors, commanders, and visitor. Our commentary from while watching. I think Chakar does a good voiceover, though Carl does not like any voiceovers. <laughs> Carl says the graphics look a lot better, but groans on seeing Lita in the credits. <laughs> <laughs> we feel bad for poor Ivanova. What a brutal meeting schedule. Carl predicts that Morden was the one who requested Londo and got word to Veer about what happened on Zaha Doom, And that he would be burned. And he was! Oh, good job, Carl. Mm-hmm. Carl thinks the lens effort to strong arm Kosh too seems futile. Futile. He does not seem as good as Kosh. We love Jakar in the hat and the Daffy Duck god. It is the dream with the shadows over her- overhead. Carl says, fools and damnation. Damnation, sorry. <laughs> damnation. Lita's gills are not a good look. They are not fashionable. <laughs> <laughs>
5: ah,
2: really is uh, the slimming. episode
1: of Fashion pas this week, isn't it?
2: <laughs> Carl thinks he should not have actually showed Cartasia talking to the heads. It took away some of the mystique. <laughs> <laughs> if something happens to Ivanova, Carl points out that Clarence will be in charge. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, uh,
4: don't be rooting for something to happen to Ivanova, Carl.
2: <laughs> Just for an episode. Carl hates the melodrama with the land looking for Sheridan. I am betting Beth does, too. <sighs> the eye is looking for them, as in the eye of Sauron? Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Completely. It, more or less is, it really is.
2: Lanier is very clever to have set a failsafe. Carl called that he would. Wow. Carl, you're on. We love the full conversation between Londo and Veer. Someone needs to quote that. Carl says he now sees how they may both become emperor. Carl thinks Ivanova needs to promote herself to captain and Clarence the second in command. We like the la- the last scene with Ivanova getting her morning messages echoes the earlier scene. Carl calls the random alien at the end king of the croutons. <laughs> hey. Question for the ambassadors. Londo has now seen part of his dream come to pass. Does he now believe it all? Well, I mean he kinda already did. Didn't I thought he? he did, yeah. Or at least he was hoping it wouldn't, you know, happen. Yeah. Quotes Uh Morden the Shadow Line. Uh Ivanova, I've been living in the hour of the wolf for seven days. Lanier initiating getting the hell out of here move. <laughs> Ratings Lori seven point five heads on a desk. That's a popular rating system.
5: <laughs>
2: Human Ivanova and alien Londo Carl. One 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 bracket one bracket. Crazy eyes species Centauri Veer spaceship giant shadowhead ship. <laughs> Drink double shot of vodka. Relationship Delens Sheridan. If you hear me, send me send a sign. <laughs> What would Sinclair do? Not share his fire. Death. (laughs) Audience. Not
0: share his fire. (laughs) I think Sinclair would share his fire. Maybe.
2: Who knows? Yeah. Moment that which has been foreshadowed has come. Dramatic moment. Londo looking for his coat. (laughs) Comedic moment. Ivanova joking about wolf cubs while attempting to hide her own despair and impending breakdown. Camera work. Noir jacar. (laughs) (laughs) trope evil spirit infested soul black eyes plot gods and madmen final impressions starting a new season is always difficult especially after a major change for that i will give it some lenience but the plot did not run as smoothly as it ran in previous episodes and seemed disjointed at times it is my opinion that they overcompensated for a typically less plot heavy season opener cool Mm -hmm. thanks guys
0: thank you yeah Nice I, enjoy those. I honestly don't remember if the eye is ever explained if we see it again. I'm,
1: I I can't remember. I'm trying to think myself.
0: So
2: you're saying I dude is not in the credits next season.
0: No, he won't be joining <laughs> the regular cast. <laughs> I'm guessing my guess would, that would be like an agent of the shadows, but I don't know. Our next email is from Anka.
1: Okay then, let's take Anka's bit of feedback. Hi Heidi, Beth, Ian, Will, and weekly guest. I'm guessing that's you, Shane. <laughs> uh, the fourth season starts off with a good episode that reflects all the things that had happened in a nice way. In my recap for Zahadu, I entirely forgot about Mr. Garibaldi, who went missing at the end of the episode. The final Sheridan scene always seemed to overshadow this But the scene but between <laughs> Mary, yeah, Of course <laughs> We can't say that We can't use that phrase now Well <laughs> <laughs> the scene between Zach and Scar brings it all back to me What happened to Mr Garibaldi What do the newbies think And now Jakar goes off to find him And takes the detective hat With him I like how Jakar wants to Replay Repay the friendship Jakar showed him, but everyone else is mourning Sheridan, and all of them believe they that he could still they could still somehow rescue him from Zahadou. When Ivanov learns from Vera what had happened on Z, and that he didn't think Sheridan would be alive, and she still she turns away. This was a very emotional scene. I like how they both played it. And I like how Ivanova is mourning and hoping at the same time. She does not want to give up, not at all. And so Lita, Delenn, and Ivanova go off to see to find Sheridan. It's well played by all of them, and Lita is cool with those black eyes. Mm-hmm. And Delenn looks very, very sad, and the Ivanova-Veer scene was what made me... Totally fall in love with the first season beginning When I watched it for the first time And if it hadn't been for all of that It would And if it hadn't been for, for that It would have been for Lando and Crazy Emperor Katarsia On Centauri Prime I like how they all bow for to the Centauri Emperor Even Lando who clearly would think otherwise And Morden's back Still a smiling creep, but now he's peeling off some burnt flesh. (laughs) Lando is totally trapped between these two, so he calls Veer for help. But only after witnessing something he had already dreamt of, the shadows arriving on Centauri Prime. I like how he tries to pull Cortaza away from the window when the shadows fly over the palace. I hope we will see more Centauri Prime. And how Londo wants to stop All of this from happening Clearly Veer is his only hope (laughs) And finally we get to see Sheridan Yeah he's alive And he's a caveman (laughs) Who's that other guy with him With the long fingers Where did he
0: come from Oh guys his fingers are so huge Did you notice that I didn't I did not
2: notice (laughs)
1: I think they've got extra prosthetics on them to make his he- fingers longer. <laughs> on a side note, did you notice how much Stephen First and Veer had lost between the two seasons? It's yeah. so notable in this episode. He lost about 80 pounds after he'd been diagnosed with uh, diabetes. Or <laughs> um, pre-diagnosed, I'm not sure of the story. Uh, that's me saying I'm not sure which story, how it works, but maybe he was diagnosed and lost weight, or maybe he had been warned about diabetes and lost weight. I'm not sure. Um,
2: if he was about yeah, to so lose so a foot, yeah, yeah,
1: to, already he already had he, it. Uh, yes, he probably would have already had it. Yeah. So that's me not being sure on what the story was before. Uh, so back to the email. All in all, a good start to a new season. Lots of grief and mourning. Lots of shadows and creepy, crazy, of villains. And certainly no one is happy about the idea of shadows on Centauri Prime, except for the Emperor. I give it nine out of ten black-eyed and grieving women going on a mission to save one man. Oh. Favorite quotes Initiating getting the hell out of here, Maneuver. Favourite human, Ivana for drinking some of her dad's old medicine. (laughs) Favourite alien, Lando for being trapped on a planet full of shadows. But the question remains, what happened to Mr. Garibaldi? Cheers, Anka. P.S. I go to bed now, otherwise the wolf will come and get me. It's past midnight already.
2: Yeah, we don't want
0: that. Definitely not. Thank you, Anka. Thanks,
2: Anka.
0: Yep, thanks. Our next email is from Melanie. Melanie says, Hi down below. This is the episode in which Londo finally figured out that the emperor is insane. After almost two earth years with Cartagena as emperor, with some highlights like the bombing of the Narn homeworld, wars on 12 fronts, and getting praised by Rifa, Londo finally seems to have caught on. I can't believe how shocked he was when he said he's mad. He then calls Veer and asks him for help. I think this is the first time Lando asked instead of ordering Vera around. Maybe getting walked out on by his assistant after using him to set a trap for Rifa got Lando thinking. Morden is alive and promising godhood to Cartaja. The nuking of the biggest city on Zahardum is apparently an incident that Morden wasn't too close to. The scene when he told Lando to look after the Shadow's interests in the royal court reminded me of when Lando poisoned Rifa's drink and told him not to have anything to do with Morden. We now learn that just got Morden moving on to the next in line. We also learn that the new alliance of the League of Non-Aligned Worlds is falling apart. Sheridan is presumed dead, and no one knows what happened to Garibaldi. The new Vorlon made me miss Kosh. Kosh got a Vorlon fleet to attack the Shadows after Sheridan confronted him, and this new Vorlon doesn't even think it's relevant if Sheridan is dead or alive. Lita then contacts Ivanova and Delin and they go to Zahadum, only to learn that the shadows can somehow manipulate them to land on the planet, the same planet that they didn't want anything Borlan related on a week ago. I find it a bit difficult to believe that the previous White Star nuking their capital would have changed that. Human of the week, Lita. Alien, Veer. Rating nine. Bonus for Lando figuring out Cartaja is mad. Point five. Final rating. 9.5 Egyptian gods of frustration. Quote, <laughs> um, Lando, minister, I met Cartagena three times before twice when he was an infant. He drilled most of the time. I wonder if he has continued that habit. And again, when he was 15, trying to peek up the dresses of some young women, I promise you, I will be just, just as impressed by him now as I was then. Yes.
1: Oh, that's another great quote. And it- it's not exactly a quote, but I love the expression really gives when um, Lando says, I'm, I'm, I swear you haven't changed since the last time I saw you.
0: Oh, yeah, that's the next quote. <laughs> All
1: right, it's just, yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just, oh, I can't believe you do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm, I try to say, ah, oh, you are too generous. <laughs> um, and then another one, Cartage. the emperor is always right. Is he not, Mulari? Londo, that is our tradition. Morden.
1: Yeah, that was an interesting one where, you know, you know, the whole thing before that is about the hair and it's traditional for the hair to be long, yet uh, Cartage has shortened it. And, you know, Mondo's actually answering a question. Well, it's our tradition that the emperor is always right. <laughs> But you've just gone and broken one of our other traditions, so (laughs) there's a little meaning there.
0: (laughs) Just giving myself a reminder to Mm. record that thing. Um, Yeah, Morden says, if there is a madman on the throne, it's because you and Rifa put him there. It's your responsibility and you, you are mine. Based on our warm relations of the past, my associates asked for you as our liaison to the royal court. Londo, I don't care, I won't do it, Morden. Of course you will, Malari, because you're drawn to power, because you're my friend, and because you're afraid of what someone else might do in your place. Well, Jakar, it takes a rare kind of wisdom to accept change and redemption in another. Many would refuse, seeing only what was, not what is. Lundo, I woke you. Beer, I woke you. I'm sorry, I forgot the time difference there. Beer, it's all right. I was just about to get up in about six hours. Um, Lando... Veer when you are mad you say these things the way you and I talk about the weather of course the others know but they are afraid to move against him whoever does so will almost certainly be killed Veer ah that would be a drawback Mondo these creatures must be driven away before it's too late we must stop cartage no matter the cost Veer the cost that would be the dying thing right
5: <laughs> mm.
0: Best regards Mere the uh, sorry Melanie the Crocobian Veer fan
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe Vera, he's a Melanie fan.
0: <laughs> and our final email is from Yan.
1: Okay, let's see okay. what Yan says.
0: There uh, we go.
1: So far, he just says dot, 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 dot. Well, yeah, there's a line of dashes. Yeah, that's
3: all that I've got as well
0: i posted it twice. How come it won't? Computers are stupid. Hmm. Okay, I'll read this one too. <laughs> My computer's not... <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, it's not working.
0: Yan uh, um, says, Hi, down below. Here's some feedback for the season four premiere, The Hour of the Wolf. For our first episode of a season, it is packed. Seven days have passed since we lost Sheridan at Zahadun oh, Z at Z plus seven. <laughs> Jakar is writing in his book. Will this become the book of Jakar like he is reading the book of Jaquan? His comments on Ivanova are heartbreaking. He also tries to find Garibaldi's soul and decides to go out searching for Mr. Garibaldi. I love the scene with Zach in Garibaldi's quarters. Londo got everything he wanted. I think he is more alone than anyone else in the universe. And he does not like at all what he sees on Centauri Prime. A mad emperor giving shelter to the shadows in exchange for godhood. How insane is that? Londo has a visitor in his quarters, Mr. Morton. That scene is just so creepy, especially the patches of skin he peels off casually while talking. Worthen Krimmer plays the mad Cartagia so well. You see the madness coming out in everything he does. Even the eyes have it. Masterclass acting, I think. Minister Verini has this comical way of conveying the danger to Londo. He is clearly scared to death, literally, and his little story of the hands, ew, the head, sorry. The scene where the shadow ships fly over the capital is just out of Londo's dream, Nightmare, he told about early in Season 3. Understandably, Londo wants Veer to come help him. Veer's message to Ivanova about Sheridan is heartbreaking. Delin has been fasting for seven days, yet another Minbari ritual. Delin, Lita, and Ivanova go to Zahadim to see if they can detect anything from Sheridan, but nada. Did you notice another similarity between the Vorlons and the Shadows? As I recall, Kosh talked to Jakar in Dust to Dust in his father's voice, and to Sheridan in interludes and examinations, again in the father's voice. What do the Shadows do? Talking to Delin and Ivanova? Yes, right, father's voices. The Vorlons are planning something, and when the Vorlons are involved, it's usually big. But what are they planning? Heidi and Beth? We'll get their opinions later. And who is this strange alien who seems to talk to Sheridan? Sheridan, I mean, I'm oh, sorry, favorite <laughs> humans. I think I will go for Zach this time for his conversation with Jakar. Alien, Londo, for his realization that he has to act. Quotes many possible, here because goes. Some that have not already been taken... Jakar, no one has answered two very important questions. Where is Mr. Galdi? I'm sorry, Mr. I can't read it (laughs) anymore. Where is Mr. Garibaldi and what has happened to Sheridan at Zahadun? Drazi Ambassador, we cannot win this war, Commander. You can only survive it, and we intend to survive it if the rumors are true. Mm -hmm. How about that is our tradition? Lando, Mr. Morden. Morden, in the flesh, what's left of it? Sit. We have much to discuss. Uh, Morden, you know what they say, what goes up must come down. Seeing one Sheridan, seeing them all. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. And there's Morden talking to Lando. What's left of me? I'm just a shadow of my former self. I, always, I think we said that. And then about you putting the madman on the throne, you and Rifa. Delin, the stories we heard about what happened at Zaha Doom, are they true? Ulkesh, yes. Delin, what do you intend to do about it? Ulkesh, Nothing. And then there's the one, Sheridan's opening an unexpected door. We do now what must be done now. His purpose has been fulfilled. Dylan, you were wrong before. Are you were afraid to admit that you are capable of another mistake? Um, God of frustration is you were born. I'm skipping some of it. I think we've covered most of these. Episode rating nine, and a half, a 9 out of 10. Get the hell out of here. Maneuvers. That's all for this time a bit long because of the packed episode. Take care. From now on, you have to watch the rest of Babylon 5 because there is no surrender, no retreat. Yan, the Babylon Booker.
1: Thanks, Yan.
0: Thanks, Jan. Sorry, I'm having trouble speaking now. <laughs> Thanks for all the feedback, guys. It's mail at downbelowpodcast.com. So let's do some predictions. Name the name The name of the next episode is... Whatever Happened to Mr. Garibaldi?
2: That's the name? Oh, gee, I wonder what
4: <laughs> this will
2: be about. Are you joking?
0: No, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is.
4: Um, I think this one probably centers around Lita. Yeah.
2: And... <laughs> wow. I was, I was going to say we, we're going to have a big Garibaldi episode next week, but... Okay. <laughs> well, there you go.
4: Um, yeah. That prediction is going to come true. Good job.
2: <laughs> um... Well, clearly, he is, um, he's gonna go, um, see the, the inner workings of the Shadow Sanctum. Maybe he ends up on Centauri Prime somehow. <laughs>
0: or, another, or another, or
2: another base that they have operations, other worlds. Or he ends up back at, uh, Zaha Doom and somehow escapes and finds, and probably Sheridan down <laughs> in the, in the caves.
4: Or we have just been, spoiled then he's actually at that Looney Tunes convention. <laughs> um I hope Jakar wears his Fedora to go and find oh, him. For
2: sure. Yeah, I mean how how would they even uh Garibaldi. He he is so sarcastic that they they're like, okay, you get to go. I'm <laughs> with you.
4: Yeah, I don't I have no idea still like what where he could be. It like looks like he's inside a ship to me. But, but I'm not positive on that, so.
2: Yeah, because the whole, um, the whole, whatever ship that he was in got sucked into the ship. Yeah.
4: Yeah, so, like, he's not part of the ship like the other people who have been sucked in, but his ship is part of the ship.
2: Right, right, yeah. So, can he just fly his way out of it, then? (laughs) Just from the inside, just fly out?
4: Yeah, that would be, uh... That would make sense.
2: I have this horrible feeling that Justin's is going to show up and start questioning Ah! Him. Ugh, that'd be awful. Um, yeah, I don't have much on Garibaldi. sorry. It's like, really, who knows what's going to happen.
4: Yeah, um... They're going to ransom I...
2: him? There we go.
4: I think it's pretty safe to say that we'll find out next week. Yeah.
1: Centauri Prime? What's going on there?
4: Well, I hope we get more of the Emperor... Talking to his heads because yeah.
2: that's just way too funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the um the minister becomes one of the heads at some point because it can't be Veer or Londo. And I I don't know. I think it would be more dramatic if you know somebody we knew became one of the heads.
4: Right. It just makes makes me think of Lorne. Lorne? <laughs> Lorne. Spoilers for Angel.
2: Oh yes, yes. <laughs>
4: What this head in the basket,
2: yeah, we don't know where this how this the Centauri's heads can live on, yeah, um, that's right, it might be fine, and Morden, morden um eventually you know becomes normal Morden, I mean at least his face <laughs> and then he can get his boy bent hair back, but he's never quite the same he's been <laughs> he's been uh, scarred and he's dour from now on, slightly bad, and maybe morden maybe Morden really does want to break free of the shadows. And he decides to help Londo. There you go. Bam. (laughs) Yeah. um,
1: yeah, Sorry, are you still going to go from all predictions?
4: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to uh, say that I'm not positive, but it kind of seemed when we did see Sheridan that I'm not sure he knows who he is. I think oh, he might have some amnesia going on, which is kind of a trope and kind of yeah. annoys me, so I'm not sure how I feel about that. But I think that might be the case. He seemed very confused.
2: Oh, I hope not. So yeah. It's a possibility anyway. Hmm. Interesting, yeah. Mm. Um Yeah. Clarence. Clarence will eventually get Garibaldi back. Clarence is going to take over. He's going to be an amazing second in command. I don't have much else. Yeah,
0: I don't either. Hi. Okay. Awesome. All right, Shane, thank you for stepping in this week and joining us. My
3: pleasure. Good to Uh, have
0: you on. So what um, are you working on these days?
3: Uh, I've still got my Prisoner podcast in the village, uh, just checked for us on Facebook in the village, a Prisoner intro cast, and also in a couple of weeks' time I'm going to be starting a brand new intro cast, Ooh. On, on Lex.
0: Lex, okay. Is so,
3: that- uh, we'll be recording the first episode on that in two weeks' time, yeah. uh, just... Oh, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. Well, go ahead. I
0: said I think I've seen a few minutes of that here and there, and then when um I didn't really know what it was, and then when Serenity came out and people said it's a based on Firefly, I was getting the Lex confused with Fire. I thought it was a movie based on Lex, but I thought I had Firefly and Lex confused in my mind, so I had never seen. Uh, it okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just search on Facebook for Lexicon. That's X. Yeah. yeah, never seen Lex myself. Right. You know
1: what? This fight with the uh, intro cast, someone's eventually going to do um, Cleopatra 2525. Oh, <laughs>
3: God. <laughs> <laughs> um, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have this week, folks. We'll be back next time with whatever happened to Mr. Garibaldi. But until then, goodbye
1: be seeing you stroke call
0: look for us on the web in iTunes and on Stitcher Radio also down below podcast.com facebook.com slash group slash down below podcast and twitter.com slash down below cast